Good morning and welcome to our Friday edition of First Chapter Friday podcast. Um, Today I am really excited to share with you the first of two novels that I have for this author. Her name is Elizabeth Acevedo and this novel is entitled With the Fire on High. I hope you're ready. As always, I'm going to start off by reading you a little bit about the book. Um, This is coming from the inside book flap cover. Ever since she got pregnant freshman year, Emily Santiago's life has been about making the tough decisions, doing what has to be done for her daughter and her abuela. The one place where she can let it all go is in the kitchen. There, she lets her hands tell her what to cook, listening to her intuition, and adding a little something magical every time, turning her food into straight-up goodness. Even though she's always dreamed of working in a kitchen after she graduates, Emily knows that it's not worth her time to pursue the impossible. Yet despite the rules that she's made for her life, and everyone else's rules which she refuses to play by, once Emily starts cooking, her only choice is to let her talent break free. From the author of the National Book Award winner, The Poet X, comes a dazzling story of a girl with talent, pride, and a drive to create that keeps her fire burning bright. Emonie's When Life Gives You Lemons Make Lemon Verbena Tremblique Recipe Serves your heart when you're missing someone you love. Ingredients, two cans of coconut milk, handful of white sugar, four shakes of cornstarch, pinch of salt, bunch of lemon verbena leaves, bunch of vanilla beans, cinnamon, enough to garnish. Directions, one, in a saucepan, heat coconut milk until it comes to a boil. Muddle a bunch of lemon verbena leaves and vanilla beans and add to the heated coconut milk. Let steep. Two, after 15 minutes, mix the infused coconut milk salt, sugar, and cornstarch. Stir the mixture until the cornstarch is completely dissolved. Let the combined ingredients come to a boil and keep stirring until the mixture begins to get pudding thick. Three, pour into a big cereal bowl and cover with plastic wrap. Place in the refrigerator for five hours. Four, after removing the mixture from the cereal bowl mold, sprinkle with cinnamon. Best eaten cold while daydreaming about palm trees and listening to an Ecdor Laveau classic. Day one. Baby girl doesn't even cry when I suck my teeth and undo her braid for the fourth time. If anything, I'm the one on the verge of tears, since at this rate we're both going to be late. Baby girl, I'm sorry. I know it hurts. Mommy just doesn't want you looking like a hot mess. She seems unfazed by my apology, probably because, one, I'm not braiding tight enough to actually hurt her, which is why her hair is all loosey lopsided. And thing two, baby girl is watching Moana, and she loves Moana. So as long as I let her watch Moana, she'll let me play with her hair till kingdom come. Thank goodness Angelica lets me use her Netflix account. I lean a little closer to the edge of the sofa so I can snatch up baby hairs at the front of her head. This is the hardest place, and I have to start the braid tight and small to get it right. Emily, there, it's time for you to head out. I'll fix her hair. I don't even look over at Buela standing at the staircase that leads to the two bedrooms upstairs. I got it, Buela. I'm almost done. You're going to be late for school. I know, but 
I trail off, and it turns out I don't have to say it, because in her way, Buela always understands. She walks over and picks up the comb from where I set it on the couch. You wish you could be the one taking her. I nod, and I bite my bottom lip. I worked so hard to get baby girl into a good daycare, and despite a long wait list, I kept calling and stopping by Mama Clara's, the woman who runs the childcare, until she snuck us in into an opening. Now that baby girl is actually going, I'm freaking out. In her entire two years on earth, baby girl has never not been with family. I braid to the very tip of her hair. The design is simple. Some straight backs with a pink hair tie at the end that matches baby girl's outfit. Little white collared shirt and pink pullover. She looks adorable. I wasn't able to buy her more than three new outfits for daycare, but I'm glad I splurged on this one. I pull baby girl's chair around so we are face to face but I catch her trying to sneak a peek at Moana over the corner of her eye. Even though my chest is tight, I giggle. Baby girl might still be young, but she's also learning to be real slick. Baby girl, mama needs to go to school. You make sure you're nice to the other kids and that you pay attention to Mama Clara so you learn a lot, okay? Baby girl nods as if I just gave her the most serious Jada Pinkett Smith success speech. I hug her to my stomach, making sure not to nozzle her too tight and fuzz up the braids I spent an hour doing. With a final kiss on her forehead, I take a deep breath and grab my book bag off the sofa, making sure to wipe down the plastic cover so Buela doesn't get annoyed with me. Buela, don't forget her snacks. Mama Clara said we need to supply them every day. Oh, and her juice. You know how she gets fussy. As I walk past Buela, I lean in real hush-hush. And I also packed a little bottle of water. I know she doesn't like it as much, but I don't want her only drinking sugary stuff, you know? Buela looks like she's trying to swallow a smile as she puts a soft hand on my back and guides me towards the front door. Look at you trying to give me lessons on parenting. Nena, please. Like I didn't raise you. Like I didn't raise your father. Buela gives my back a squeeze, smooths my hair bunned high up on my head. She's going to be fine, Emony. You make sure that you have a good first day of school. Be nice to the other kids. Learn a lot. I lean against her for a sec- quick second and inhale her signature vanilla scent. Benediction, Buela. Que Dios de bendiga, nena. She swats me on the booty and opens the front door. The sounds of West Allegheny Avenue rush in to greet me. Cars honking, buses screeching to a stop, rapid spanglish yelled from the corners to people to greet one another, and mothers calling out last-minute instructions to their kids from open windows. The door closes behind me, and for a second, my breath catches in sync with the lock. Every simple love in my life is behind this one wooden door. I press my ear against it and beat a, and hear a clap of hands. Then Buela says in a high, cheery voice, Okay, baby Emma, today you're going to be a big girl. I pull the straps of my backpack tighter, give myself the same pep talk as I race down the stairs. Okay, Emony, today, time to be a big girl. All right, all-stars, so that was chapter one of With the Fire on High by Elizabeth Acevedo. And um, the actual beginning part was a little recipe from Emony, um, who is a chef. 
And something that I've noticed about this book that's pretty cool and pretty different is that it's actually separated, the story is separated into three different sections. Um, So the first section is called The Sour, the second section is called The Savory, and then the last section is called The Bittersweet, um, which sort of shows me that we're going to see multiple sides um, going on in this story because those are three different uh, flavor palettes and um, that we're going to go on a journey with Emony. Um, clearly from the beginning, we know that Emony is a high school student um, and she has a baby. So this is a different type of character than we're used to reading. So I'm really excited to dive into this. And if anybody's read it, um, feel free to shoot me a message with a little review of the story. Um, I'd love to hear from you. All right, all stars. Have a good one. Bye.